Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. This week I sit down with Melbourne-based artist Silkroy. How you going? Yeah, good, Tom. It's um, good to step out of the studio for a bit and, you know, actually just have a chat, you know. It's been a couple of weeks just full on getting ready for my upcoming show. So, yeah, good to have a little break, I guess, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's um, nice to uh, yeah, sit down and chat with you. Every time I catch up, it seems to be in um, group situations and stuff like yeah, that. So, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, you're an artist that works in a lot of different mediums. Like you've, you've got your graffiti, your graphic design, and also your fine art. Like, um, do you have one that means more to you than others, or, or are they all like equal parts of your creative? Well, life? yeah. I mean, um, you know, I guess at this stage, I'm kind of like, you know, floating across graffiti, and I've made that sort of transition into studio art or fine art, whatever you want to call it. But, and there's also graphic design on the side. Um, you know. I love all three of them, but if I had to choose, I suppose, you know, my foundation as an artist is graph, you know, so I've been doing that for the longest, um, probably like 10 years now, actually. And, um, yeah, like the transition into studio art was more so because like I get bored. So it's just a different avenue of kind of style for me to sort of, um, explore, which is why I really like it, you know, and it's, even as a graffiti artist, like I've gone through all these phases from, you know, starting off with letters and being way too toy to sort of understand them and get them up as I wanted in my head, obviously, because like I was just started. So um, then I moved to characters for a long time, for a couple of years and didn't paint any letters. But then like, you know, I came back from the US after this awesome, awesome um, holiday I took a couple of years ago and painting with the boys in LA, I was just like, letters you know so I came back and that was about 2010 2011 and since then yeah just gone hard on the letters but then also just um made that sort of transition to the studio stuff so yeah look I love it all hey yeah (laughs) you know to cut that that uh down a little bit but um yeah love it all so like but when people ask like say oh you're an artist what sort of art do you do what what do you tell them um it kind of I don't know I, I find myself kind of um, answering slightly different to different people, I suppose, you know, like, um, to someone that is kind of out of the sort of creative realm, so to speak, I, you know, I'll just say I'm sort of multidisciplinary or whatever. Um, I kind of float across a lot of stuff, as I mentioned, but, you know, if you were to ask me, I'd just probably be like, look, you know, I kind of graffiti artist, but I do studio work too, you know, so... That's probably the only way I know how to answer that question, you know? Yeah. What would you say? Like, uh, I, I don't really tell many people I do graffiti. Yeah. It's like, I, I've always lived a secret double life sort of thing. Mm. Like, yeah. and I've, I've, it's always been one of those things that I've been a, a, around people that don't understand. Yeah. I've, I've, um, you know, I, uh, I, just, I feel like I'm a bit shamed. Like mm. to say I do graffiti because you know people are like oh I don't like the tags but I like the yeah. colourfuls it's like oh fuck you I don't even want to talk to you about yeah this shit, yeah you know? no that's what I mean like about being selective so, if I yeah. feel like I'm gonna catch that yeah. then I won't mention it you know yeah but, um, it's funny otherwise it is what it is man For yeah me, I'm just kind of like yeah do it it's, I was talking to um, Ono's about it a while ago and he yeah. he came up with the, the perfect analogy he he says oh it's like um 
you know, like in Harry Potter, how they got like the muggles, like the non-magical yeah. people that just don't know about that world. Yeah. And he's like, you are, he's like, yeah, there's no point in talking to muggles about graffiti because they're, um, you know, they, they just judge, judge it and they don't mm. understand. And it's just like, it's, I just think, yeah, just keep it, keep it yeah. secret. And, um, that was one of the reasons why I started exhibiting under my own name and like yeah, doing yeah. artist Tom Gerard yeah. is because like when people say oh you do art show me some and it's like oh, I didn't want it to all be yeah. tied together and uh and have them know that I, I do all, yeah. all this other stuff it's like oh fuck I don't want you to see any of that you yeah know? so like what do you reckon you think you're going to kind of make more of a transition into sort of exhibiting under Tom Gerard as opposed to Aeon or is it going to be a selective thing like that's no, a selective I've, yeah. I've got like a style for each of them yeah and it's like yeah. I've even found already like I'm getting galleries contacting me just just for Aeon and other galleries contacting me just for Tom Gerard stuff Good place and to it's do, just yeah. like well yeah. this is exactly how I want it to be anyway awesome. yeah and then um you know like I don't mind mixing them together and I don't care if people make the connection it's but it's yeah. more yeah for sure you know I can pick and choose when I want and I don't have to worry about having those like situations with so-called muggles yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah. they're going oh shit yeah. you know and they're like oh you do graffiti or yeah and it's like yeah Just, yeah no nah, for sure <laughs> no nah, that's a good i think it's a good thing to to be able to do really you yeah know? it just keeps it fresh really you know you can be working on like your graph stuff and then other opportunity comes along you're doing studio stuff like it just keeps it sort of going in both directions i guess so yeah like, yeah, yeah totally. it's a good thing yeah and it's like um you can mix it up. Like I find some days that I'm, I'm really fired up to do a lot of work in the studio and like I'll go and I'll just blitz it in the studio and then, and then suddenly big studio based projects will come about. And then, um, and then after, like when they all finish up, it's like, Oh man, I just want to go out and do some pieces now. And yeah. You go out, yeah. You go out painting, and you, you get <laughs> yeah. all that out of your system. But if you're doing yeah. just painting like graffiti all the time, you get, you, I crave studio time. Oh, so man. it's really good to sort of mix it up. Yeah. Now. I know exactly what you mean, actually. Like the last couple of weeks doing all this work for my show, mm. I've never really produced a body of work this extensive for one thing because mm. it's my first solo show. So, you know, I was kind of like, well, yeah, you know, I started the year off painting a lot of graph. And then once I started getting into the swing of producing work for the show, I was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm still being creative and I'm still painting. But I found like as I was getting deeper and deeper into making work, I was just craving to get out and paint a wall, you know. So last weekend I got out and painted a wall after like three weeks. And I was so itchy, like I was so G'd to paint that wall. And it was so much fun, you know, and like... Yeah, it was mad. And I just got it out of my system, went back into the lab, you know, and started, like, painting for the show again. I just kind of needed it to, I don't know, take that edge off, you know. I was getting really, like, PMS-y. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, nah, it's good. But, yeah, real great to kind of have those two outlets, you know. Yeah, totally. So, um, like, what, what's this show you got coming up? Um, yeah, so it's my first solo show. It's going to be at B-Side. Um, kicks off on the 23rd of June and it's my first solo so it's called Surface Tension and it's going to be um, basically my studio practice but yeah since I've been producing work it's been um, a real experimental process so it's been a lot of fun kind of getting my head around you know my own style but within that style if that makes any sense I don't know but yeah. um yeah I think it's going to be a really sort of experimental vibe work to work so I'm kind of really looking forward to you know 
putting it all up and seeing how it all looks together you know they're all over the floor at the moment and kind of all over the studio at the moment but yeah I have a feeling it'll kind of gel in a, in a way you know so yeah looking forward to that for sure there's something about putting a whole body of work um, together for, and seeing it like yeah. you know, all in the gallery it's like it becomes one big piece and it's yeah 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 and I've kind of like noticed that like you know some of some of the pieces in the show um, are more graph centric some are more pared back some are more abstract and like I think you know I'm kind of you know really looking at the way I sort of approach stuff piece to piece and then trying to take what I like from the last couple of pieces into the new piece and yeah it's just kind of it's really kind of um, an exciting sort of time to experiment with the process you know so um so what, what do your paintings look like for people who don't know your work <laughs> um you know i think uh they're really kind of like a collage i suppose is kind of a good way to describe it like i'm the studio process initially was like um when i first started doing this stuff it was inspired by and still is by like um kind of like the cityscape and the textures and surfaces that you find around melbourne or any city really like but melbourne having such a great sort of you know history um and it's kind of you know the graph scene and the street art scene that kind of coexists together i'm just really interested in like old surfaces that you know maybe have like a hand-painted sign on it from years ago and then you know you got bill posters stuck on that and then graph over that and then you know it all peels backwards to kind of re to reveal kind of like a spontaneous composition of color and shape and all that type of thing and like that's always kind of caught my eye along the years and I didn't really know why I liked it but then um, I thought it was kind of a cool idea to sort of use that um, inspiration in my studio work and then when I found when I first started it I was trying to emulate that but now for me it's more like I use that layering system to basically um, capture whatever I'm doing at the time you know like music I'm listening to or just like a colorway I want to try out and if I I can smash out a piece in two hours or sometimes I can take two or three days I just kind of never know it's going to be finished until it is you know so I guess yeah it's kind of a collage of moments I suppose yeah that's probably the way I'd describe it to you now hey but yeah. you know I think uh everyone is going to have their own idea when they see it you know so i'm always i always love hearing that too you know what people think what sort of um like genre do you think they slip into do you think they're sort of like um, <coughs> abstract expressionism or yeah i think um at this point like they fall under like abstract expressionism or graph futurism i suppose you know yeah. there's like um, that kind of newish movement that's been coined as graph futurism that um, I think it's an interesting one, you know, it's like a lot of graph writers like us that have kind of transitioned to the studio work and like their sort of background in graph shines through still, you know. So, yeah, I think you could call it that, but yeah, abstract expressionism, contemporary abstraction, yeah, I suppose. But, um, yeah. Because yeah, I, I love the um, the paintings you make. Like I've looked at like some abstract paintings in the past, and I've just seen like 
it looked like a lot of mess. And I've had a hard time seeing where the artist is coming from. It's like, oh, you just sort of, I don't know, sometimes, you, you know what I mean? It's like, oh. Yeah. They just like sort of splatting, you know, just throwing paint at the, at the, at the painting and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. just sort of not really, just sort of seeing how it lands and going, oh, that's it. Yeah. But with yours, I see a lot more like, um, like flow and style and structure to it. It's like, it um, you know, thoughts gone into it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I know, they just they seem like they're they're considered. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I mean, I think um, you know, as a you know, I try and I try and basically just use everything that I've learned across different disciplines to produce a work. So I'm definitely looking at work as a graphic designer. You know, just using those design principles to sort of get stuff looking good because I think a lot of my work is quite chaotic. But then you've got to try and find the balance in the chaos you know so you're looking at just basic design principles like shape and color and form and texture and you know white space which is one of my favorite ones you know yeah but like yeah it's just kind of it's a, you just look at it as an all-around composition so when i'm doing it i'm kind of looking at um you know brush strokes that may may kind of fly over to the left and then I might kind of mask that bit off and then do another texture that kind of goes to the right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like layer to layer color and sort of texture wise, I'm trying to contrast each section. And I think that kind of leads to an overall sort of um, balance, but also like a dynamic type of vibe, which I go for yeah. in the pieces, yeah. Yeah, so how how'd you, um like, how did you get, like, started painting these type of paintings? Like, did you, were you, like, working on something and then there was this area that was that style and you thought, oh, I might start developing yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was, um, like, I was painting, obviously just painting graph a lot. And I still, you know, I love that. It's at the core of everything I do. But I was really wanting to, I wanted to, to show at, you know, exhibit stuff, you know. But, and I went through that initial phase of, like, trying to put graph on a canvas and stuff and it just never felt right like I didn't feel that graph belongs in that setting mm. you know it belongs in the street like I you're not going to get the same vibe walking into a gallery and, and seeing a burner on a canvas and you are going to like walk down some random alley and see this crazy burner by a mate that vibe or you know rolling by on a train it just you don't capture it the same way and um you know I thought there are definitely artists that can do it, you know, but for my style, it doesn't work. I don't think trying to sort of cram something into, you know, a piece of canvas or whatever it is. I just feel, I find it too restricting. So I wanted to still, um, get that, that vibe, um, you know, the foundation is, is graph. So I wanted to still have that sort of street vibe in the work that I produce. And I thought, you know, the abstract thing works because there's no like graph there's no rules you just kind of make things up as you go and it's it can be spontaneous like i need to kind of um get a quick fix when i paint you know i don't really i like to kind of zone out and just not think about stuff too much because then i lose that sort of um flow basically yeah. Yeah, can easily be done if you try and um, if you consider a line for too long. Yeah, you can, yeah, you just can lose the it. flow in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like those um, you know, when you do a quick quick sketch and then it's like, oh, that's got a really nice flow to it. Then you go to actually yeah. like turn that into a painting. 
and because you're trying to replicate that flow that you, you just didn't even think about yeah you can't, you can't get that line just working exactly the same it's yeah it's, I, it's I actually find like sometimes when i'm painting graph i like my markup a lot more than my actual final piece you know it's just got so much more vibe because it's less thought about yeah you know and it's just there you know i love that so you know that's why i guess i kind of like um i really like what askew does at the moment you know he's got like i don't even know what he does <laughs> so just like, like tags and turns yeah, pieces yeah and, and it's just so like it's just so raw like you've just got you know these bones within his final you know piece and i just think it's super expressive and yeah it's awesome yeah he's definitely playing around with it and having fun yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah did um did you ever go to art school or anything like that no i didn't i went to um i did a graphic design degree basically yeah. so um that was <clears throat> that was when i was you know about i finished that when i was like 21 and um i'm 31 now so yeah i went through high school went right through uni more so because i felt like you know after high school like you know i had these big plans like i'm gonna go do this and that and i'm gonna do the art thing you know do uni so i felt like i was kind of doing something like you know moving forward and then um after uni i was kind of like yeah yeah i'm gonna do all this stuff and didn't really happen that way but um i basically took that as an opportunity to paint you know i met i met pudos at uni and we're like he's one of my best mates now but we were kind of in a similar position where i think um we love graph but all our mates had kind of dropped off you know they'd gone through that phase and we we were just like well where do we start you know so um at uni we kind of just teed up and started painting every weekend you know we were just in every drain ever <laughs> you know for hours at a time every day off we had and um yeah it's been cool man it's been really good like we just started together we knew we knew nobody you know and um just from painting on the streets and stuff and we eventually started like closing the gap a little bit which is good and um as you know man like that's just how it works out like you eventually just start meeting everybody you know which is really sick so yeah it's a small world once you get started yeah i don't even know if i answered that question properly was that a little tangent there (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah it was it was how did i get into graph right no no it's do you go did you study oh there you go art school well no yeah (laughs) uni (laughs) just design (laughs) yeah yeah, but you still learn, like, you learn tricks to bring into your art through, like, studying, de- like, something like design. Like, you learn composition and, um, yeah, you know, yeah, all that sure. stuff. As you're saying, like, dealing with white space and all that type of stuff, mm. you know. Yeah, like, I really kind of got more of a grasp on the whole design principles after a bunch of, like, extended, um, like, internships at design studios, like, branding mm. studios. That really gave me, um, a lot of experience in that sense you know that kind of took away a lot in that respect like it was really good so you know design design studios internships and stuff yeah you don't get paid but well you know you get like travel and food money and stuff but it's you know if you're looking to get into design I think you kind of need to do it at this point you know it's important you do you do get a lot out of it and um all the work that you do from there on, it's definitely influenced by by basic principles, 
they're super important, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to build up a folio at start, isn't it? Well, it's like you don't, it's yeah. really hard when all you've got is uni work. Yeah. And you want to go yeah. out and say, oh, like you're going, you're trying to get, get a job in design studios and like well, what, what have you actually like worked on in the real world and it's like yeah oh, I, haven't had, I haven't been given a chance yeah. yeah and it's like a massive reality check you know like i remember after uni or when i was at uni i thought i was really good you know and then like i had this horrible folio that literally like a year or two later i looked at it and i was like what was i thinking you know and um that's also a good that's a great thing you know that you, you can you can you know look at your own work and be like nah that sucks and want to get better so but fuck man it was horrible yeah. and um, once you start doing real work and you get actual real work in your folio you start looking at that and then wanting to get better from there on you know and um, folios are always a pain in the ass to, to design but once they're done yeah you know you need to, it's, it's good it's a good thing to have for sure yeah because I, I, I look back at old folio pieces that I've you know, shown good studios as well and just been like, oh man, I can't believe they saw this this Ooh. stuff, you know. And it's, um, I also yeah. think the same about like, um, you now with the internet, like I'm glad that like I, I was part of the pre-internet generation, like coming <laughs> yeah. up and graphing that, just, yeah, yeah. You know, like when I was still really learning the ropes and that, not just putting it all out online and yeah. going, yeah, <laughs> look at this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I kind of came in like just as, the sort of whole internet thing was like a thing like you know i was when i first started writing i was definitely like an illustrator like doing pieces and stuff and you know t-shirt graphics were like the t-shirt brand that i was inevitably going to start you know and you know all that type of thing but i still have those files you know and um, i look back at those and have a little bit of a laugh like i even sent jimmy from demo um like this old, this old like shitty piece for a t-shirt that never really happened like years ago when he found me in a drain somewhere like in Kuyong or something. He was like, oh yeah, I've got this brand and you know, you want to do a, a thing? And I was like, yeah, sick, sick, you know? And um, yeah, then it never happened. And it's funny because like we met at the arsehole and he was like, yeah, yeah, I do demo. And he was like, oh shit, we met like like fucking eight years ago, man. He's like, was that you, shit? And now I'm doing a little thing for demos. So, yeah, yeah it's cool. It's cool how, fun, how that type of stuff yeah. comes around, I guess. Yeah, I remember when I was um, studying design, I'd do pieces in Illustrator. Yeah. And, like, yeah. using perfect circles. And, and everything was, like, perfect straight lines and shapes and all that. Yeah. Then I'd actually try and paint them. And it's just so not me to do anything, like, yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's like, sure. oh, it killed me. I remember being up a ladder trying to do this um, one piece that was made up of all perfect shapes yeah. <laughs> I remember coming down off the ladder going I'm never doing that again yeah. and I thought at first <laughs> I thought oh um, painting up a ladder was the, the reason and then I realised it was just the fact that um, mm. I was trying to do something that wasn't me and um, yeah, yeah, for just sure. trying to yeah. use new tools and all this type of stuff it was um, yeah you look at your sheet of paper that looks it's all crispy vector yeah and you're like oh why is my gradient like that you know yeah it's you know it's, it's frustrating and disheartening and a ladder makes it ten times worse. Yeah. Speaking of um of clothing though, like I saw the um the fabric designs you did for uh, Rainbow. Yeah. Like, like how did all that come about? Yeah, that was um yeah that was just pretty lucky really. Like um I met uh, an artist called Nicole Tattersall. She does more sort of like stencil work and that type of thing. Um, 
at the Patterson Project a couple of years ago. Um, did you did you know about that at all? Oh, I was overseas when that happened. I, yeah. I saw it online. Yeah, so like that was pretty cool. Like you know, for people that don't know about it, it was basically just like a massive artist project. Um, you know, like a a building on in Fitzroy was just about, you know about to be demoed and anyway it was an opportunity for like you know over a hundred artists to sort of come come together and paint that but anyway I met Nicole there and uh yeah she kind of contacted me after that because she was working with Rainbird at that time and it was like you know they're looking for artists to sort of um I guess like add a little something new to their direction because they've been around for a while like 30 years but I think they were just trying to do something different you know and bring some artists on board to well what we did was just make yardage of two designs that I did and um yeah it was really cool man like it was over a year in production but I remember like they were pretty they were really cool with with um what they wanted me to do they just gave me like a colour sheet of you know what they what they thought was going to be sort of good for the for the next run and I love camo I've just got this weird thing for camo so I just kind of took it as an opportunity to do my own abstract camo you know and um did that and they ran with it and just kind of did inner linings and an all over print jacket that released suit uh pretty recently so yeah it's cool it was a cool little um little project hey yeah, I saw them online and I was just like that, especially the one with the um, the lining on the inside of the jacket. I was like, oh man, that's, that's yeah. nice. It's real, real, yeah. Real it's, nice looking jacket. Yeah, cheers, man. Like, I was pretty happy with how it um, all turned out. Like, I saw, you know, they had me in a bit during the process and I saw some prototypes and stuff and samples and all that. And um, they kept changing. And <clears throat> like, once the actual line released, I hadn't actually seen all the final stuff. So I was looking at it like, yeah, sick. It really came out pretty well you know and um yeah I actually got like the the all-over print jacket and it's not really like I'm not really an all-over print type of dude but I was like nah fuck it like when's the next time I'm gonna have my own jacket you know so yeah it's um it feels weird wearing my own stuff but I do it anyway man I've been like just (laughs) just rocking it it's good yeah like how how did you um supply the files for that was that like a um like with that high-res scans of the yeah 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 so yeah, so I did the um, I did the artwork and I got it scanned at um, a place in Fitzroy. So like they got like a super high res scan that they made, um, you know, like a digital, um, you know, like a PSD or a TIFF or something like super high res, which I handed over to them and yeah, they they did the rest. Yeah, because yeah. it's abstract, <laughs> they could sort of um, cut and paste elements to sort of stitch it together and make a yeah yardage. yeah yeah. So like the whole idea um, was to make a patterned yardage Mm -hmm. so that's kind of initially why I decided to do a camo I thought it would be kind of easily sort of translatable in that sense and um yeah it came out pretty good man like uh, I'm pretty I'm I'm happy with it eh? like yeah I'll definitely wear those wear those jackets you know so honestly like I'm not just (laughs) talking shit because it's mine but yeah I was happy with it and it's cool to just see like other dudes um rock it like chalk from from France, like some new flick with one of the jackets. I was like, yeah, it's awesome. So, nah, it's, it's mad. Yeah. So I, I did a few yardage prints for a company over in the UK. Um, yeah. When I, when I was living over in Europe. And um, it was, it's like that, although one is a tile designed. 
a repeatable oh, okay. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, sometimes it's easier um, than you, I mean, it's harder than you think because like you think, oh, it's, it's just, a, I've got, all I've got to do is design a square, no worries. And you'll do it, but then once you start repeating it, you'll see all these repetitions and you have yeah. to move things around, but then when yeah. you move one element around, it doesn't work anymore. And it was, yeah. um, it's quite tough. But yeah. um, but it's fun fun process to do. Oh no, definitely yeah. be a good sort of thing to do. Admittedly, I didn't do that for yeah. for the Renboot run. They they did it for me, so I just had to produce the work. But um, yeah, it is difficult. Hey, I've heard I've heard the same thing from other people that have been like, yeah, yeah, fuck, this is this is not easy at all. So patterns. Yeah, because I, like, I, I did a YouTube tutorial at first, and then it, um, yeah, yeah. And it just did it with like circles <laughs> and squares or something like something yeah. really basic. And then it's like, oh yeah, I get, I get the principles behind that. But then you try and do it with like drawings of, you know, of real things, and it's, oh man, it's a real pain in the ass at times. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's great when it works <clears> out. Oh yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, it's like it's quite gratifying when you get that right because it's so difficult. Yeah, you know? but. But yeah, perfect thing for, for Garmin, say, for just like getting stuff done on clothing in general. So do you have a, um, a studio you work out of? Um, I have a makeshift studio in my mum's basement. So I'm pretty lucky to have that space because it's quite, I've, you know, carved out this little bit for, my, for myself. I've taken over it, but um, not the most inspiring place at times, but, you know, just put the music on and get stuff done. It's good. It's good. It's definitely better than than not, not nothing at all. Eh? So, I've actually produced all my studio work from there. Yeah, since I started. Um, apart from, that's one space we had for in um, the city, the six fifteen. That's when that started with Mike and stuff, Danishevsky and Sam Octagon and Marcus Dixon. Yeah, we had this awesome spot, but that was too good to be true, and it kind of closed up after a year but yeah yeah mum's basement is where it's at at the moment eh? yeah do you, do you come from a creative family um no not really hey i mean the thing is like um my dad was in advertising for a long time back in the day but he was never really like creative he was more you know you know like artistic with his hands type of thing he was more like a just like a CD in an advertising sense, you know. My mom was never really like a creative, but she's actually really good at it, you know. She's like, I remember her um, helping me out with like school projects and stuff and she'd always like do all the drawings and stuff. I think she really enjoyed it, so thanks mom. But my sister's also, she's corporate, like the opposite of me, but she's one of those annoying people that's just good at everything, so. She's actually picked up watercolors recently. And, you know, I get phone calls like, oh yeah, let's, uh, let's chat about, um, you know, techniques. I'm like, you've been doing this for two weeks, chill out, you know? But uh, yeah, she's, um, she's, she's enjoying that too. So I guess like, you know, hidden creativity somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think every, well, everyone's got it. Like I- um, Yeah, for sure. I, like I play um, a drawing game in the pub with my friends. A, yeah. a lot and it's like you know draw the person next to you and, oh, yeah. and it's funny because like I've always found that the more successful the artist the worse they are <laughs> at actually drawing someone you know because they've got um, you know they've got create like 
I guess they focus on their own style of art, unless yeah, they're a yeah. portrait artist, they, you know, yeah. they nail it. But um, but uh, you find like the the person who's the accountant or something like that just nails it. And it's like, man, you're <laughs> fucking better than us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know, it's, I'm glad you said that. Now, um, that's my that's going to be my excuse for for messing up all the art gems at the whole. Yeah. Sorry, boys. So it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Do an abstract one, you'll burn them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's, yeah, it's the same type of thing, isn't it? Like, have you, have you done some of those art jams with them? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of fun. Yeah. I, like, I, at first, at first, I'm just trying to default to, like, what I normally yeah, do for yeah. art, and it's like, yeah. oh, there's no way of squeezing that in. Like, I, I've got <laughs> yeah. to try and actually yeah. use my brain for once, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So, you've worked with a, um, a limited color palette in the past, using mostly grayscale with, like, a feature color added in there. But now you're starting to add more and more colors, like in your newer work. Like, what was your your motivation to start adding more colors in there? Um, I think like initially the paired back colors was just because I see that better. You know, like it just makes more more sense to me. Like I get to like you just watch see me at a paint store picking tins. Like I it's I'm hopeless. I take ages because there's so much selection. So the grayscale with the color pop thing was more so just for me to be able to. Um, do something and like keep the style there you know because I always used to just overcook stuff still do a lot but um yeah I think um that's one thing about the upcoming show that I've noticed I've just been pumping color in there and it's it's cool yeah it's definitely some it's definitely still supported by a lot of grayscale to kind of layer to layer and stuff but I'm definitely experimenting with a lot more color and um yeah, it's just a lot of fun, really. Like, I'm just enjoying that process. But I think the grayscale thing is always going to be a theme with me. Like, I just love it, really. I just love how it looks tonally and sort of when you're doing stuff with a lot of texture, it works. If you're, you know, if you rely on blends and things like that, grayscale is great. It almost, like, highlights the color as well. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's um, you know... I even kind of like dress that way a lot, I find, you know, just a lot of Melbourne grayscale with a colour pop, you know. So I think that's where like my obsession with hats and bucket hats come in. It'll just be like a little pop of colour, you know. But um, yeah. Yeah, we do like our um, black clothes over here, mm. don't we? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, when I first came back, I went to the, went to the shoe shop and there was like all the, all the shoes that were up on the wall. They were all just black, and it's like, oh, where's all the? Because I'd, mm. you know, I'd see them over in Europe and stuff, and it's like, oh, they got all these in all these different colours, but they didn't even stock them in, in Melbourne because <laughs> yeah. everyone just buys black shoes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you're um when you're creating your pieces, what um what mediums do you do you use? Um yeah, so it's mixed media. So it's basically what I have around, you know. Like I use a lot of acrylic. Um, I've been using a lot of um Indian ink and blending it with white acrylic or gray acrylic or anything really like it kind of because um indian ink is like um it dries waterproof mm -hmm. so i don't know it just kind of really like adds to these amazing sort of blend it just blends very uniquely i suppose um to other inks with all this other stuff in it i think it's just the way it is um other than that uh, spray paint um i've started using like sort of little crayons and stuff as well Basically anything to sort of um, differentiate layers, um, yeah, in the composition. I just want to try everything, really. Mm. 
And with those big, uh, like big streaks you got going through your work as well, like what what do you use to to make them? Do you use those like wide spongy brushes or? Yeah, I've um, like my actual go to at the moment are just like foam rollers. Okay. Yeah. So like, I've just uh, you can get these like little you know these little mini rollers with the foam handles, and you've got I found I started finding different lengths of them as well. So yeah, it's really good. They you know. You, they're smooth, so when you when you're working with like a smooth surface, and you kind of um, water it down a little bit, you just get these really nice sort of effortless um, blend patterns and that type of thing. So foam rollers, yeah, it's out, yeah. And do you work um do you work with the uh, work stuck to the wall or do you work flat on a table? Stuck to the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't even have a table in my, my studio actually. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think um yeah, that's one thing I do want to play around with actually, just like um, doing some techniques that I can work with flat, but yeah, for the most part, it's stuck up on the wall. Yeah, so there's something to be said about um, painting standing up. I found mm. if, if you, especially if you're working with yeah. flow, like like you are. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I've I've found I can. Yeah, I just talk from, I guess, doing graffiti. You know, you do a sketch and I have these flowy lines, but the flows are only the length of the wrist movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you stand up and replicate them, they come out different because you're using your whole body. And Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like when I paint, I usually, I, I usually start from as high as I can reach on my toes, like all the way to the ground, and that's how I oh, get okay. full, yeah. full body movements. Yeah, and, cool. Um, yeah, no, the, like these days I very rarely take a, um, a sketch to the wall I'll, because I know that if I wh- whatever I draw like I know I'll try and replicate that on the wall and yeah, you know, it could come out alright but if I just arrive at the wall and I'll have a completely different mindset because yeah. I'll, I'll be thinking full body movements not wrist movements yeah for sure I mean like I always paint better when there's when there's beats yeah know? like that's you know a lot of the stuff that I that I do is influenced by the music I'm listening to, you know, so like, you know, I've always got the beats going, and I'm wasting a lot of time just dancing around, really, yeah. to be honest, in, in my studio. But uh, yeah, like even the even graph, like I love to just zone out with some beats, and you're right, like it's all full body movement, you know. Yeah, it definitely influences that for sure. Yeah, do you have, do you have a um a daily art practice? try to you know like whether or not <clears throat> I'm doing some abstract stuff um, like I, I, I'm usually in the books you know like I, I've got my little my little black book or little moleskin and I'm it's kind of my way of just relaxing anyway like after a long day I kind of like to just sit there on the bench and do little doodles and stuff you know but um, yeah I definitely try to like I don't I don't as much as I want to. I really want to do a sketch a day. Um, but yeah, I'm more kind of into knocking out a couple and sitting back and doing something else. And yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty like, I'm pretty um, consistent with, with drawing. It's, yeah. And when, when you draw, do you draw a graph or do you, do you mess around with abstract patterns and stuff like that? So, yeah, I mean, it's... um. It kind of just depends on what, what kind of zone I'm in, really. Like, mostly it's graph. Like, it always just goes back to graph. But, um, 
because I just, yeah, I just love playing with letters at the end of the day, you know? And it's like, I'm kind of like you, I don't, I don't, um, put up sketches on the wall. Like, I don't really bring a sketch. Like, I bring them as a point of reference or whatever, but I don't, um, ever, like, I just find that boring, mm. you know? I kind of, I'd much rather sort of just surprise myself and just be like, I like that S, I like that K or whatever, and just kind of bring them together from different sketches. But, yeah, go to sketch, keep sharp. Yeah. With your, um, with your studio work, do you, have you, um, experimenting with those style of paintings outdoors now as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've, um, more recently started to do that, and it's something I really... Yeah, I really want to do more of it, hey. Um, you know, I've got a, I've had a couple of interior jobs that I've done recently that they were really, yeah, it was really fun. And it was really cool to sort of do that stuff on a large scale. So I think that's definitely um, next step, you know, um, get that out more. And I think it's that style also just lends itself really well to the places I like to paint, like a bandos and things like that. It, um, it's different you know you see dudes like slice I guess in the same vein who go fully abstract but you walk into an abando and you've got you've got pieces and stuff and then you've just got like this abstract sort of jam it's sick you know so yeah I really wanted some big stuff though yeah yeah I'll put it out there man yeah yeah I'm sure I'm sure you can get the work yeah I hope so yeah if anyone's out there and needs some some uh, abstract work holler at me <laughs> so um with you like with your art career because you know we're talking about how you do graphic design and you do all these other you know you do your graffiti and you've got your fine art like is is the fine art the the medium that you're trying to you know sort of make a living off and, and go places with yeah i'd say so um <clears throat> it's um definitely the stuff that i'm interested in like exhibiting you know which is the dream you know like i really want to um, I want to show more, I want to show around the world and travel, you know, so that's like, that's what I'm working towards, uh, yeah, for sure, so that would be the abstract stuff, but that being said, like, the graph stuff goes hand in hand with that, you know, wherever I go, tee up with some some guys, get loose, you know, yeah, 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 so as far as selling my work in, yeah, abstract, I reckon. Yeah. And with, um, you know, you were mentioning you got the show coming up. Like, have you have you had a lot of uh, exhibitions in the past? Like, you said it's your first solo, but have you had many group shows? Oh, yeah, group Yeah, I've done heaps of, um, I've, had, I've done heaps of group shows um, <clears throat> over the years, like, you know, graph stuff, as well as um, I've only more so started doing, like, the um, group shows geared towards, like, the abstract stuff, I suppose. Yeah. But, um more of that like I really just love group shows and being involved in them so and the funny thing is producing this show I've still got a lot of work to do it's like three weeks out still got a lot to do but I can't I can't help but start thinking about future shows already you know and I'm just like chill out just get this done first but yeah it's good it's um it's definitely been a lot of fun which is the reason I do anything it's fun so yeah there's been some um 
good shows at uh, at B side coming up. It's like I yeah. find I keep doing podcasts for it. Like yeah. <laughs> I got no affiliation yeah. with B side gallery at all. But like you know, Mitch just had his one. And it was yeah. an amazing exhibition. You know, and then I'm sure yours is going to be be great too. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, you know, so far so good. I'm pretty happy with the work I've produced. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's been interesting. Like all, a lot of the boys at the hole have done shows there. Crisis did a pretty sweet one before before MIDI as well, and and like I did um I did a show with like Hisco and a bunch of other guys, like not too long ago, called Undercurrent, which was more so about like artists, like street artists and graffiti artists with a studio practice. So mm-hmm. again, want to do more of that type of stuff. But Beast has been doing some cool stuff, man. Yeah, it's good. And um Ariana is a good mate, so. She actually helps me run Seasons of Change at Revolver as well. Um, 2nd of June, Friday, be there. <laughs> we got our next um, edition called Illmatic featuring... Sorry, shameless. Nah, go for but, it, uh, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, featuring um, Poise and Style, Marine and Photos by Pixels this Friday night. Be there, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Wait, like, uh, what other galleries have you exhibited in over the, over the years? Um, man, um, I don't know. Like, there's yeah, there's quite a few. I suppose. Um, I remember my first ever show was at Per Square Meter, a group show. Um, when I was first starting out doing stuff. Um, and then uh, since then, you know, I've, like all over the place. Hey, like, I think I've shown done group shows at like that house of bricks that's not there anymore I don't think in in Fitzy B-side um man that's funny like I actually can't think of the names off the top of my head hey like they've just been heaps of group shows man yeah they they clock up don't they they do yeah yeah and um yeah it's funny they actually I'm a little stumped by that question. I can't yeah. remember. Nah, it's all good. Yeah. So maybe I won a Rook for a while ago as well, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was like June, July last year um, with uh, my studio collective, 615. And um, those are probably like the shows, the sort of benchmark shows for me, I guess. Like they're the, probably the biggest shows that I've done in which I've produced half bodies of work do you know what I mean yeah so like you know not like anything full but produce like quite a few pieces for those like you know between five ten maybe um and we've done we've done about three shows now so that was really the beginning of this abstract stuff for me like that was my um sort of start you know it was joining that sort of collective was basically how the avenue that led me to all the stuff and just ex- the experimental stuff because I, at that point I was just doing graph. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's good when you get those um, those shows where there's only a, there's a handful of people in it. It's not like you're yeah. just putting one piece in. You actually like get a whole wall to work with and you can yeah, yeah. hang multiple pieces in there. And it's it's yeah. almost like a... Um, you know, not, a, not a, so much of a commitment like you're putting on a solo show, but you get like a... It, it means a lot more than just putting one piece in one show. Yeah, for sure. And I find that, you know, um, just as an artist in general, like, of course I paint by myself and for myself because I like it, but 
I, I find that I need <clears throat> I need these things to work towards you know like I need sort of shows to put a bit of pressure on myself to really like um, push the the bar you know and yeah. and um, those are the ones they're great because it's like um, you may not be doing a solo but people are still coming to see your work mm. you know and I I need that sort of pressure to like firstly try and impress myself you have to be your own biggest critic I reckon but this te- this scene is so tight and you get these shows with with um really great artists coming to see your work you know so I think it's like important to flex as yeah. much as you can you know there's nothing uh, nothing pushes you like putting together a body of work I think because yeah. um yeah. yeah you can be chipping away at a studio for a year or so and just doing painting after painting after painting but it's only when you go alright these all have to hang together and then you look at them and go well there's 20 paintings there but only three of them actually work together mm. alright I've got to paint yeah. a concise body here to, to get it all together and it really pushes you and you um yeah it starts lifting your game it's, yeah for sure you know like when I first started painting for this show, I was like kind of just doing the same stuff I felt that I was doing for the last couple of months. And then I was like, nah, like this isn't good enough. Like I want it to be different. I wanted to, I want to try different things, which is, I guess why I started introducing all those colors and stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely a couple of grayscale pieces in there. That's def. I reckon that's just going to be an ongoing thing to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So, um, so you've uh, you've split up your creative outlets and go under different names for each one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been, yeah, have you ever been tempted to do everything under one name, or you think they're all they're all separate entities to? I think um, I think it was more just confusion that made me do it. You know. Yeah. I, um, you know, I started under Silk, and then quite literally just because of my Instagram account, people started calling me Kid Silk, hmm. <laughs> and um, you know, they'd be like, oh, they'd be like, oh, what are you? what do you go under with? Oh, Silk. Like, oh, Kid Silk. And it just became a thing. Um, and then the Silk Roy stuff, um, I think it was more so also just because I've, I've gone from, you know, doing letters and then going into characters and I was bouncing around so much. And then that's where the Silk Roy and Kid Silk stuff mm. started getting blurred. And I was just like, oh, I got to separate the stuff because um, it just looks like a, too much of a, a mishmash of stuff. You know, so yeah, studio stuff, Silk Roy, and then my graph stuff is just, you know, it's just Silk. Yeah. yeah, I think it's um good to separate. Yeah, all, because otherwise it just comes a cluttered mess. You know. Yeah, I felt that way. I mean, you know, there's definitely people that, well, there's a lot of people that most people just work under one name, mm. and they make it work. But I just think, yeah, I just felt that the two, even though like my graph and my studio stuff is inspired by both of them or their work hand in hand I just felt the work needed to sort of live by itself you mm. know just to kind of for a bit of clarity I suppose yeah and it's also uh, I think it helps when you're putting yourself out there in different arenas you pick that name you go with that and people have a bit yeah. more of an idea on what they're gonna yeah do. yeah so that being said like I am pursuing the sort of studio stuff as the work that I want to eventually live off, mm. you know, and um, it's been good for me because um, now there's less confusion for me to sort of think about how I want to put myself forward as an artist and like now the graph stuff is literally mine, like it's just fun, 
you know, and that's how I like it. You know, the graph stuff is just for myself. And um, I think splitting it up has been really beneficial because I think both, um, both of those uh, areas have, like I've been just doing better work, you know? Yeah. I don't have any pressure of like, oh, but this isn't this and this isn't this. It's just, this is that, that's that. So yeah. it's clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it helps you um, get your head clear on, um, on your direction as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, like if you could only be remembered for um, like one medium, like mm-hmm. which one, which one would it be? Yeah, I remember you asked you asked Steve this question as yeah. well, and he was he was like, like, well, I don't know, but um, one medium, I don't know, man. I mean, I, if I had to choose, like on the spot, um, that's a really difficult question, hey. Um, maybe, maybe my graph, I guess, just because it's I owe graph everything from from the start. You know, that's my foundation, I suppose. So. Yeah, maybe I have to just say that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, do you have um like any up and coming projects other than your exhibition? Um, no, not really. I think um after the show, I'll probably like. I'm really hanging to just go paint some walls. So yeah, that's um that's that'll come first. Like just go and paint some walls. But like I said, I'm already thinking about other ideas mm-hmm. um, for upcoming shows. So. I want to get into that and not just talk about it and just start, you know, making moves to developing those ideas and start doing stuff because like, I think once you do your first show, it's, or any show, it's good to just use that momentum and just keep going and just do some cool stuff, you know. So I, you know, group shows, I really want to just do, um, I want to do some more group shows with like, sort of people with the same sort of approach as me, I suppose. Like, I guess I am interested in that whole sort of um, graffiti artist, street artist, whatever background that kind of take it to a, like a studio practice. So yeah, more sort of thematic shows, I suppose, and not just like, here's my work. Yeah. And, you know, come and see my work with all my friends, <laughs> you know, type of shows, which, which are fine. But I think it just for me, like to progress, like, to have something uh, more def- defined yeah. is important, and also I think it makes you more collectible for um, yeah like for art buyers as well. Yeah, 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 and like that's another thing that I find good about having um, two practices, like you know, two names or whatever. Mm. You can be selective in that sense. You know, it's all you know for me like the kids silk stuff. I, I like a little you know a little graph jam here and there. Mm. It's a bit of fun. Put a sketch in, put some stuff in there, but um with the Silk Road stuff, I can be more selective mm. in where I sort of um, exhibit. And I don't mean that to come across as an arrogant thing. It's just like, it is important to sort of position yourself if you're going to hopefully live off that. Yeah. You know, for yeah. sure. It's business. It's yeah. like, it's, you got to think about who, who you want to be appealing to and start like, yeah. you know, going, like putting yourself in front of those people. Yeah. I think it's... Uh, yeah, it's all part of it. It's the art in itself, hey. Yeah. Like, um, you know, you do the work, and then you've got all these other things like to worry about, like promo and all that stuff that a lot of artists hate, really. Yeah. You know, but um, it's yeah, you know, it's part of it, eh? Yeah, but at least you got design skills, you know. 
Like I always thought, it's, yeah. I'm so so fortunate to have a background in graphic design. So I can, yeah, um, yeah. You know, when it comes time to actually do something for myself, it's like, all right, I just yeah. do it. Yeah, you know. and it's kind of nice to. On one hand, for me, it's like you work on your own stuff, and it's it's nice to be able to do that. Mm. But it's also hard because it's yours. Yeah. You know, like it's um. You just I find myself overthinking it heaps. So I actually still need to like get all of that sorted. So yeah, I'll be getting home and doing that tonight you know <laughs> so um do you want to give your uh, show a bit of a plug yeah um i've got a show at b-side on the 23rd of june called surface tension um six to nine yeah come down check out my new work please <laughs> it'd be great it's one not to be missed so um so where's the uh, best place for people to see your art online well, yeah, to um, continue the tradition of unupdated websites, um, yeah, silkroy.com, but um, uh, my Instagram account is the most up-to-date at this point, so that's uh, silk underscore Roy on Instagram, yeah. Cool. All right, well, thanks for uh, taking the time to sit down and have a chat. Yeah, no worries, man. Thanks for having me at the bench. No worries. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To find out more about today's guests, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you'll find all previous episodes and images of the guest's artwork. Also, follow us on Instagram, bench underscore talk. There you can keep up to date with all things that are happening with the podcast. Bench Talk's also streaming on SoundCloud and Facebook. Just simply search for Bench Talk Podcast. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to rate and review. It helps get the word out. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye.